0: Everybody welcome back to Brunch and Slay. It's me, Amira, and let me just say I am feeling full of gratitude today. So thankful for this beautiful, sunny day and for this amazing powerhouse woman we have on the show, Crystal Henry, who is the founder of Around the Way Mom, which I cannot wait to find out more about. But before we get into that interview, I want to talk to you guys a little bit. And you know what I'm going to say. If you haven't given us your review, this is your call to action. Stop what you're doing and go ahead and scroll on down and review. If you don't know how to do it, let me know. Shoot me a line. Uh, You should be able to Scroll to the bottom, if you're on iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the episode you're listening to, it'll start listing the reviews that we already have, and then it'll give you an option to write a review. and you know what I'm asking for: Five stars, one to two sentences about why you love listening to the Bunch of Slate podcast. Your positivity is all I'm asking for. If you're not positive, don't listen. Whoop, woo Yes, I'm that bold and I said it because that's what life we live in. <laughs> so If you love the show, seriously, share it. I hope that you are loving this 30-minute little increment. I hope if you're at work, it's getting you through the day. I hope you're sharing it with your coworkers. And I hope that you are gaining something from this. There are so many cool women and cool folks that we're interviewing here and getting to know better. So if nothing else, I hope you're following them after each episode because their light is shining so bright. And it's all thanks to you. And it's all for each of us. So without any further ado, I'm going to welcome to the show, Miss Crystal Henry. Hello, Crystal. How are you? Hello,
1: Amira. I'm doing great.
0: Yay. So, okay, we're going to dive right in. And I love the name of your blog, Around the Way Mom. And I keep wanting to say Around the Way Girl, because it's so funny. I read your notes <laughs> yeah. about you doing all the words. And I remember that song. So yeah, I'm kind of bouncing my shoulders a little bit. Yeah. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I'm here in Baltimore, Maryland. It's a beautiful day. I think the the seasons are about to really take a change, so I'm super excited about going into this next phase, the ending of the year.
0: Oh, yeah. You guys get all the seasons. I'm a little jelly. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: beautiful. The trees, all of the leaves are really changing color. It's it's going to be very exciting. Very
0: I, and you know, DC is. I really love DC. It's been a minute since I've been there, but I have always felt a new energy when I enter that city. Seriously, it's just something about that space. And I know you're not like in DC proper, but hey, as far as I'm concerned, all that's together. <laughs> Is that insulting? It really
1: is. And speaking, yeah, speaking of that, I'm actually from the Prince George's County, Maryland area. So shout out to PG County. Ah. I'm proud of that. Um, But I am a Baltimore transplant. So I'm I'm super happy to be living in Baltimore. But PG County is very, very close to the D.C. area. So I, I go to D.C. frequently and I do love the area as well.
0: Now I haven't been to Baltimore yet, so I definitely wanna check it out. So we're gonna to have to do lunch, brunch. Let me change that. We're gonna have to do brunch when I come. You have to show me the roads.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have plenty of great places to show you. It's Baltimore is such a rich city. Um, extremely diverse and, and just has a lot of um, really cool history to offer. So I would love to show you around, have some great brunch places to take you to. You
0: know, and I'm, and that's another great thing. It's like so much history. The further north you go, the more history you get, like true authentic American history. Um, that's that's something that's really cool, too. I'm sure that you, you probably take it for granted because you're there every day, just like I do. You know, I'm here in Texas. There's some things going on here, but I barely visit them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the Around the Girl, uh, I'm sorry, Around the Way Mom blog offers a fresh perspective on motherhood, marriage, and life. So tell me a little bit about why you got started and what uh, about your platform?
1: Sure. So uh, growing up, my grandmother, um, she was uh, living in Akron, Ohio, would frequently write down funny things my sister and I would say or do, and she would write them on little slips of paper. It could be the inside of an envelope or a random piece of paper. And whenever we would go to visit, she would always pull these little slips out and travel down memory lane. So one day in 2015, I was with my family. We were headed to take our son to his first movie and this idea just literally popped in my head, riding in the car, about what if I could figure out a way to really chronicle my experience as a mom, things that happened with my son, things that happened with me in life, in a different way. So taking it, taking my grandmother's idea, but really morphing it into the 21st century, and then that's how Around the Way Mom was born. So I've always loved the song Around the Way Girl from LL Cool J, and so it took about a few months. We I. Well, I officially launched in 2016, um, you know, uh, through a blog platform, and it's been getting an extremely strong response, uh, a lot of good followers, you know, people who can definitely relate to, you know, my experiences as a mom, as a wife, as a professional, as
0: a friend, and, and just the different things that I go through. And that's really cool. I love when we put the old with the new, you know, a lot of times we think we have to reinvent the wheel and it's not necessary. It's already there. If we just look closely, the seeds are already there. The foundation's there, right? Right. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So what's your background?
1: So I am not a blogger by nature. I, um, I am in the education field here in Baltimore. I am currently working with a charter organization, working with students around um, early college access. And then in my free time, which I make plenty of time for, um, for Around the Way Mom, I do this. So I have a, a definite passion for, um, for young people and for education and for seeing people to really thrive in the space that they're in. And when my ideas for Around the Way Mom came, became an, another passion of mine grew to see moms and to see women you know, really thrive and really tap into those places within them so that they can grow and be able to maximize the different gifts and talents and skills that they have
0: inside of them. Um, so that's pretty much who I am. Let me just say that. I don't know what guy's up to, uh, but in 2016, boy, he planted some true seeds of creatives. He got a lot of women outside of the box to start connecting other women and connecting our community. So I am excited to see where this is going. I don't, what month in 2016 did you launch?
1: I launched in April. April 2016 was the very first blog post. So the idea came in July of 2015, and I officially launched in April. So Mm -hmm. that
0: spring birthed a whole lot of greatness. So for all you ladies listening who started in 2016, we're all sisters. (laughs) That's right. In this creative world, navigating these waters. So keep reaching out. That's keep right. Stories. So now your blog, obviously, Round the Way Mom, is about being a mom. Tell me a little bit about your family. What? How many children do you have? Your spouse? All that good stuff. Sure. So um, my
1: husband and I, we've been married for uh, 10 years. We got married in 2018. It still sounds kind of funny to say 10 years once know, we hit that right? decade. <laughs> it sounds kind of funny. <laughs> But it's really not even a, but it has, it has been a a great 10 years and we are going into our 11th year of marriage celebrating our anniversary in March. And we have one son. Uh, We made a decision to have um, one child. So he is a third, we call him Trey and he is six years old, a first grader. He is full of life. He gives me plenty to write about plenty of inspiration and, um, you know, my husband is also in education. He's a principal here in Baltimore. Um, and we live in Baltimore City. And, you know, we do a lot as a family. We're very active in our church. Um, our fa- we're very, very close to our family. My husband's parents live literally around the corner from where we are. Um, My family is still in Prince George's County, along with, you know, being in other states, but we do do a lot with our family. We do a lot with our church. We do a lot with our community. And, you know, we we look at our house as being our safe haven away from the world and being our place where where we can really, you know, unwind and relax and, and be able to rejuvenate.
0: You know, it's, it's a, it's crazy or not crazy. i uh, it's funny that you say the 10 year mark and, uh, we kind of talk about that a girlfriend of mine sent me an article the other day about millennials and generation X are basically changing the statistics in our country about mm-hmm. staying married. We are, mm-hmm. putting it, we're waiting longer, uh, to get married. We're taking a little bit more mm-hmm. serious and we are waiting to have kids after getting married. We're not like going on a honeymoon, have, coming back with babies like they used to do back in the day. Um, What do you think about that? What's your take? What do you think is keeping us together?
1: (laughs) I really think that, you know, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it in that way. I do fall into the Generation X, um, you know, family or, you know, kind of year or whatever. But we, I, I didn't get married at, at 21 or 22. Some of the people that I dated, I really thought, oh, I'm going to marry him. But it totally didn't happen. And I'm so grateful that it did not. And that my husband was 30 years old uh, before we got married. And I was, what, 27 uh, when we got married, which for some friends was a little bit waiting a little bit later. But what I have been able to see from my friends who are Currently married and who have been having you know successful marriages is that people really have made a commitment to to really stick it out um, and that 's not to say that those who are not currently married haven 't had you know, serious circumstances or even legitimate reasons for not uh, just those who have. I think, it, I think it's a commitment to each other and to being able to see the other person grow and to who they are continuing to grow into. Um, and I think it's really cool to, to sit around and say, oh, I've been married for 10 years and I'm right? looking forward to saying 15 and, you know, 20 years because I don't feel like it's been 10 years, which is a good thing. Right. Um, right. But I, I, I really think it's probably people's commitment to, to wanting it to work and to being able to say that, you know, starting all over again is, is, is challenging. I've seen friends who are, you know, getting back started into the dating game and it's challenging. So by the time you look at that, you think, yeah, I can kind of deal with, you know, socks <laughs> on the floor. I can deal with you leaving the lights on when you leave a room. I can deal with that. That's not a deal breaker.
0: You know? Right. Uh, so so I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think technology helps. I think having uh, the ability to kind of unplug or having technology makes things a little more convenient. And I think that helps you research, that helps you kind of tap out and take virtual vacations. I also think that I know, I don't know what your family history is. A lot of my friends are products of divorce. And I think, or Mm. even blended families after parents, you know, remarried and things of that nature. I think just kind of looking at that and knowing what you didn't want Sometimes that helps, mm-hmm. uh, knowing mm-hmm. what you didn't want. It helps you with even picking a spouse and then also waiting to have kids. Uh, and, 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 I, and I'll mm-hmm. be honest, birth control was a lo- little more prevalent and easily accessible <laughs> uh, to our yes. and So a lot of our parents lived in a time where you might've had to drive over to another county just to get the pill. It wasn't even legal in some cases, um, let alone any other kind of family planning. So I think that back then, probably made some marriages that probably would not have been. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I think having the the right to choose as a woman and a right to plan according to what you want, that changed the game. So yeah.
1: And, 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 (laughs) and I think too, you know, when you brought up the point about looking at people's families, you know, we've been really fortunate and really blessed. My husband's parents have been married for 48 plus years, which is a long time. And then my parents, before my father passed, were married for close to 40 years. So we were able to see on both sides marriages that, you know, while they did uh, face certain challenges just with being married, raising kids, going through, you know, careers, that they really made a commitment to, to remain together. And I think, too, maybe in this day and age, people's careers and being able to make different choices related to careers and, and trying new ventures has also helped to keep some of the spark within us as individuals, and then that can spill over into our relationships as well.
0: Wow. And that's awesome that both of your parents had such long uh, marriages. That's amazing. I think obviously seeing it and seeing that it's not always going to be this fairy tale probably definitely helps. That's a beautiful thing. Now yes. you said something earlier yes. that got my attention about how you make sure you have time for a around the way girl. And I know recently you, you did something to also make sure that you are continually better yourself. And that was intern therapy. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure.
1: So um, when my father passed in 2010, it was, you know, kind of after a, a short, shortened uh, battle with cancer, it, it really did rock all of our world. So I made a decision to enter therapy then. And I went for a few months, I tried out two different therapists. And I told myself, okay, I'm done. I am I am quote, unquote, healed. I'm quote, unquote, fixed. I'm I'm good. And then last year, as I was going through some challenges with a new position with my job and struggling with that, we were about to um, embark on selling our home and just making some major family decisions. I said, you know what, I, I really feel a strong urge to sit down with somebody else to just debrief my life, to get another opinion from a qualified professional. I do talk to friends a lot. I talk to my husband a lot, but I wanted, I felt a need for something else. And as a believer, as as a woman of faith, I do not discount the validity of therapy, be it through a therapist, a psychologist, psychiatrist, you know, I believe that God can, that he has equipped all of us with different gifts, and that there's nothing wrong with it. So I made a decision to go to therapy, went to a therapist, and it was great. Um, I since have switched therapists, uh, you know, not for any major reason, just was, you know, wanting to try somebody else out. And again, believing that, One size doesn't necessarily fit all. And if it doesn't work with one person, hey, I can go to another person. And I love my therapist now. And I make time for that in my schedule, because that's my other outlet, you know, and and I'm glad that my husband is supportive of it and doesn't look at it as a way of or doesn't think of it as oh, I'm going to talk about him or I'm going to talk about something related to us. No, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about all things related to me. And I like that my therapist will check me on what I say. She will check me on how I'm thinking, how, you know, how I am approaching certain situations. And she gives me tangible strategies for how I can, um, you know, impact the the different areas of my life. So I think it's extremely important as a mom, as, as a professional, as a wife, you know, I, I wear so many hats as so many other women do. And when, when is it going to be time for me to just sit down and take an uninterrupted 60 minutes to just talk about me and just think about me? And that's, that's, that's how I see that time. And I think it is essential um, for me.
0: More Brunch and sleigh after this. And now back to Brunch and sleigh. Now, you said something there that really just spoke to me. So I want to kind of go back over it about putting yourself like, when are you going to take that time to just sit and be about you? That, if nothing else, is worth using those benefits, ladies, and go ahead and get, in those, consult- <laughs> get in those therapy sessions because you get a certain amount uh, before you have to co-pay anyway. So that just makes sense. And it's so healthy. To- it's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. It's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. saying, you know what? Uh, you don't have to be broken. Therapy is not about being broken. Broken, like you said, sometimes it's just about new perspectives, transitions. It could be even about embarking on something new that's great. Uh, All changes are are disruption, period. No matter if it's good change or bad change, especially the older you are, the more set we are in our ways. the more challenging it is when you do make big life choices or life changes. So that's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing. And now when it came down, like you said, you've had one, they were fine. Mm-hmm. Have one you love, how did you go about finding it? Did you go by recommendations? How did you find your new current therapist?
1: Right. The first person I went off of recommendation. The second person I used the website Therapy for Black Girls. I totally recommended, love her, and it was extremely user friendly. I was able to put in my state and then I was able to then see various providers and see their pictures. And with my therapist, I happened to. Uh, call and she answered the phone and we entered into a dialogue from that very first conversation and I felt a connection with her over the phone. I was able to get an appointment relatively quickly and that's how I found her. So I really do think it was divine that that she answered the phone that day, and, you know, she wanted to know why I was calling, why I was seeking her out when I already had a previous therapist. So I talked with her about that, and she totally understood, and she also recommended that if one particular therapist may not work out for someone, that she does not discourage her patients from seeking out somebody else if they don't feel that they're getting what they need to get from her. So I use therapy for Black girls.
0: Now, that's new to me. I hadn't heard of that, so I'm definitely going to put that in the notes.
1: <laughs> that's yes, really and, cool. and you can follow them on, on Instagram as well. Yep, you
0: can follow her there. Wow. Okay, so now you started out, like you said, uh, with an idea, and you used a blog p- platform, and now your brand is evolving. So you have something that you're working on called The Momcation. Tell me about it.
1: Yeah, so I have an idea to get moms together for a vacation. I have a group of ladies that I travel with that we call ourselves Sanity Travel Group. So shout out to Sanity Travel. And it it got started with my sister in law, who loves to travel, and then various friends and people from her circle. She pulled me in, I pulled some other people in, and we've traveled to several different places. And we have all loved that experience, and not everybody who travels uh, is happens to be a mom, but we end up having our own, you know, kind of events and, and different um, fun things that we do on these trips. So I thought, Dad, how would it be if I got together some moms and we started, maybe it's, you know, what you call a little staycation where you do something local, but you're still, away from home, you're spending the night somewhere, and then it morphs into an actual you know, trip where we can get on a plane and go somewhere. So that is what I have in the works right now. And I am developing some ideas to, to pull off the first kind of mom staycation, so to speak, for 2019.
0: Yes, I am in love and loving all the travel groups. Don't be discouraged if you want to start one. Let me tell you something. This is an example I use all the time. There's a million ways to cook a burger. There's a million different franchises, from Brahms to Wendy's to Burger King to McDonald's on up to the yeah. fancy places that use Kobe beef. So you can do it so many different ways. Keep pushing yourself and getting uncomfortable. And like just like uh, Crystal just said, she started with her sister-in-law and a group of friends. It does not always have to be something extravagant. That doesn't mean it's not needed. We all need something attainable, something from someone who we feel like is someone we connect with. Uh, I think it's very healthy. Girls trips are everything. That's why that movie was Mm -hmm. so awesome because we all relate (laughs) to the situation, to the life, to the hidden secrets, to the the detachment from friendships. There's so much realness Mm -hmm. in that one movie, even though they took it Mm -hmm. to the extreme for comedy. um, I thought it was a beautiful thing and I still think it's a beautiful thing. So I want to know more about it and make sure when you launch, you let me know so we can edit and send it out to the tribe and let them know about it. Um, I, I just think that's amazing. So you're going to be starting that soon. And who is your ideal person for this trip?
1: My ideal person is, is a mom. Uh, obviously I'm catering to moms, um, who is, you know, 25 and above, um, who the, the number of children that you have does not matter. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of a single child. Um, but a mom who is looking for a way to connect with other moms in a non-threatening way. I don't envision it to be, you know, where there is heavy programming going on, where I'm having somebody to, to sign up for something right then and there, but a mom who Number one enjoys to travel. Who was looking for a way to connect with other moms? um, Who, you know, wants to be able to to make these connections um, with other people for their own benefit and to be able to share something with other moms. Quite often, we may kind of hold ideas to ourselves or suggestions to ourselves for fear of not wanting to offend somebody. But I really envision it as um, as 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 a fun trip, um, as a way to get other people to connect as a way to really uplift other moms to let them know that they are not alone in what it is that they're experiencing. Quite often we think that, I, that we're just living in a silo and what you're experiencing with your child is simply only you for you and your child, but it's happening to so many other people. And for moms that have children who are older, I've been able to learn so much simply by opening myself up and saying, well, this is what's happening with Trey now, or what do you think about this? And if they've had a child that has already gone through the first grade years or, or the grade school years, they're able to give me some suggestions. So I look at it as an opportunity for fun, for learning, for growth, and for forging connections.
0: That's amazing. So you are a lady on the go. Obviously, you told us your your life, your schedule, and you are juggling a lot, as so many folks are. So I'd love to know three pieces of technology that you cannot live or function without. I cannot function without my
1: phone. <laughs> I <laughs> am an Apple girl.
0: <laughs> All right. Um,
1: I cannot function without my iPhone. I cannot function without my um, without my laptop. I love my MacBook. And another piece of technology, um, probably—that's hmm, a tough one. Maybe honestly, just those two. Really, I don't have a third one. Probably right? that's just Is, there yeah. Is there an app that
0: you have to? an app that you have to use. Oh
1: uh, well, I do a lot. for for blog purposes through Instagram. So I do use Instagram a lot. I'm getting into it for work as well and and helping to share those ideas with work. So Instagram is definitely something that I use a lot. I use my Bible app a lot every single day, several times a day. So I, and my email, I can't function without that. I feel like something's wrong if I I don't respond to an email, you know, at least within 24 hours. So those are my, those are my top ones.
0: All right. So now, answer this question for me. I know I need to recharge when?
1: When I start to feel my back hurting and when I'm, when I just cannot keep my eyes open. Um, So unfortunately I do struggle with some, you know, kind of disc issues in my back, but if I am doing too much, if I know that I need to just take a break and just say no to a couple of things is when my body starts to tell me, you know, I may start to get a little headache, which I don't get frequently. My back may start to bother me if I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing or just overworking myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that you know, and that's many of us. We don't stop until our body says, "Go, stop." <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, yeah. So, how are you connecting with other round the way moms right now outside of the blog? What, what are some of the things you're doing?
1: So, I have been attending various events uh, throughout Baltimore. I have also been doing a lot through word of mouth and finding out about some of these different events through people that I may know personally. I am, you know, of course, sharing the blog via the website, via social media, and you know, as I am in conversation with other moms. It could be I met a mom just yesterday that I saw earlier in the day at a store, and then ran into her again that same evening. We struck up a conversation, and then we ended up looping into other moms who were all standing in line, and it was just, it was, it was kind of awesome that I had seen her twice, and she said, "Oh, I was going to talk to you earlier," and you know. So again, it's, it's being able to be comfortable enough to just step out there and to have a conversation with somebody. So right now, those are my main uh, ways that I'm connecting with other moms. And that's a
0: full-time job. So um, yes. now you've been doing this for a little while. So I would say you're, I wouldn't say a veteran, but you're in a groove. You know what works for you. You got to figure it out. What advice would you give yourself when you first started? Like If you could go back, what would you tell yourself? What have you learned?
1: I have learned to not be afraid. So something that I think everybody struggles with is uh, is a certain amount of fear. You know, how will this be received? How will other people respond? Will anybody even read it? So I, I would I would really go back and tell myself. Continue to not be afraid. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. And that's something that I have been telling myself over and over and over as I'm developing these other ideas and coming up with ways to execute them, is to continue to not be afraid. I I may have tried some things out two years ago that I, you know, am just beginning to do now, um, had I not been stuck in, you know, a little bit of fear um,
0: and a little bit of nervousness around how it would be received. Oh, that's great advice. So you can this Saturday, you're going out and you're going anywhere you want to the best brunch in town, and you can brunch with anybody in this world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with?
1: I am brunching with Tracy Ellis Ross. Whoop, whoop. I love her. I am brunching with Queen Latifah. Okay, I think I just want her to be my friend. I'm brunching with Michelle Obama, and Mm, a couple of friends at some brunch and lunch.
0: That's love. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. She is like one of those ladies. I love the fact that she talked openly about not wanting kids and no, you know, people mm-hmm. try to shame that. And I think mm-hmm. that's totally Okay. Stop. You're not, if it's not for you. It's not for you. You can be a great auntie. You Ooh. cannot even be an auntie. Oh, you yeah. have to have them in your life. If you, don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. if you don't, Oh yeah. that's perfect. Okay. Knowing our limits, that's a huge part of self-growth and, and healing. So a shout yeah. out to Tracy. I cannot wait to connect with you that I want to be in that brunch. So I'm inviting myself. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now, what part of your life are you currently slaying?
1: I am currently slaying around the way mom. I'm currently slaying, you know, pulling together ideas and really streamlining my plans for around the way mom. So I am working with a PR group right now and, you know, fine tuning strategies and fine tuning ideas for the direction that I'm going. So I'm very excited about that.
0: And I'm excited to watch as you grow and, you know, just, I love making these connections. So again, thank you. Now, how can people support you?
1: Yes, people can support me by following me. First off, I am uh, pretty active on Instagram and it is at Round the Way Mom. So I took off the A part, somebody was using that. So it is at Round the Way Mom. And then the website is www.aroundthewaymom.com. And I am also on Facebook if, ha- if people happen to be on there. Um, and, and the name is Crystal Nun Henry. Nun is my maiden name. And so that's how they can support um, at the present moment.
0: All right. Well, Crystal, it has been a pleasure to chat with you. I'm looking forward to connecting more as the year goes on or even next year because we're closing this bad boy out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm cheering for you. Like I said, let us know how we can support you. Thank you for believing and supporting Brunch and Slay. And I am sending vibes of abundance your way.
1: Thank you so much, Amira, for this opportunity.
0: All right, guys. So if you enjoyed what you heard and you are loving this podcast and what we stand for and how we are lifting one another up, do us a favor and share this episode on your social media platform, whatever platform that is. We're on everything. Tag us so that we can shout you out and pay gratitude back to you for helping us grow our brand. Uh, And until next time, always remember that she can, I can. We all can. And until next time, I'm Amira, and this is Front and Sports.